dropped the subject. All right. Let's get this thing going. Drop the subject on the new Channel Q. I'm Allie Johnson, and Jared Hill is sitting with me now. Still dealing with me. Still dealing with you, and you're still dealing with me. We're tolerating each other. It's all about tolerance in 2019. Uh-oh. No, I'm just kidding. Uh oh, that took a weird We've turn. We've gone back to tolerance already. <laughs> I never understood the use of that word. Tolerance was always the worst choice for like accepting and embracing and inclusion. It's like I will tolerate. Right. Like, I'm just. Why don't we embrace tolerance? Like whenever I hear that, I mean, there's a fantastic museum of tolerance here in Los Angeles, which everyone should go see. Yeah, but even the name of that museum. The name is very aggressive. I remember driving by that museum and going what the museum of tolerance yeah i don't understand you're just sitting around all these things that yeah. make you triggered and you're like hey i'm dealing yeah. with it <laughs> exactly yeah i mean it's a it's a fantastic museum <laughs> about like the holocaust and all all of the things that happen and how you know we move forward from it but i, I always think to myself like maybe we should evolve the name a little bit yeah, yeah. i i mean of all the building and name changes that we vie for in 2019 i yeah. think that that should be one of them yeah i think trump could understand that like my name's coming off of everything yeah <laughs> Yeah. So So we can change tolerance. All right. It was a, I guess, a sort of holiday weekend. Mother's Day happened. Uh, You know, maybe if you were a mother, somebody made you breakfast in bed and that was a wonderful thing. I would argue that no one had a better Mother's Day than Daenerys Targaryen. If you watched the last Game of Thrones episode, everything was really going her way, I guess, in her mind. (laughs) Um (laughs) <laughs> I was like, oh, he's like, you know, I'm going to just breathe all this fire for you, mom. Well, I was thinking, like, how do I respond to that without spoiling anything? Yeah. I'll it's, just laugh. <laughs> I, I guess all, all I'll say is that the thing I learned from last night's episodes is, is, episode is that dragons do not run out of fire. Oh, my God. I was literally. <laughs> I was like. So, when is this? I mean, when does he need to recharge? Exactly. Does he need to take a break for so, a minute there? Uh, for those of you that don't know, I am watching Game of Thrones, but I've just started watching Game of Thrones and I'm starting at the end, right? So I've probably watched like five episodes previously in the series. And now I've watched the last three here. And yesterday, and I try not to ask a bunch of questions of my friend, even though he's like, ask away. I'm like, that's annoying. But I just kept thinking to myself, like, does he have to go, like, refuel at the airport or something? I like, know. how does this work? Is it like a Tesla where you got to pause for a minute, recharge, my plug it God. in? My God. Like, where does it come from? There was just fire, fire everywhere. <laughs> I mean. I know. And it Arya was- needed a shower like none other. Oh, I know. If I... You know how they make candles, scented candles for different cities? Oh, God. They should do that for for different characters on Game of Thrones. Okay. Like Arya after the fire battle. Oh, gosh. And then you're smelling it and you're like, ooh, that's just straight B.O. and charred. Just the dust and blood and rubble. I don't know what it even smells like. It seems like there's a theme in these episodes where everyone ends really dirty and then starts the next episode extremely clean and you have no idea. happened. (laughs) Again, Daenerys, like, without giving anything away, it's like, how do you do all that and there's, like, not a speck on you? Nothing. And you have no seatbelt on that dragon. How did you not fall out off of the dragon? How does she do that? Like, what is she holding on to? I can't even ride a mechanical bull for 30 seconds. She's riding this sober. Dragon. Right, exactly. She's riding this dragon through town and blowing like, the whole city away. With not even a handlebar. It's just a little scaly speck. Yes. Like it's just a little talon that, type Which, thing that she's grabbing clear, onto. To be clear, not ergonomically designed or comfortable by any stretch of the imagination. No, I think we need a dragon saddle. I think at this point she should have made one. I mean a seatbelt or something. Anyway, something. Sorry. But you're not the only one who has questions. There are a lot of people who really are not happy with the way that Game of Thrones has played out. My sister texted me and said, did you watch Game of Thrones? And I said, yeah. And she said, it's gotten so bad. Mm. And I was like, what? Your sister didn't like last week's episode either. No, she really, really doesn't like it. But I think what happens with all of these sci-fi slash fantasy franchises is they undergo what I like to call the nerd effect. Yeah. Which basically means... That they're they're kind of getting to be exactly what the fans want it to be, you mean? No, like like the nerds basically... The nerds are basically like getting what they want. Yeah, they're basically dissecting it piece by piece and pulling apart the plot holes. So we can talk about that. All right, we'll talk about that when we come back. You're listening to uh, Drop the Subject on the new Channel Q on the radio and radio.com. Drop the Subject. All right, got it. 
Drop the subject. <laughs> She's like, on the I'm on show. the radio. I'm, got it. I've got this microphone in front of me still. After all these years, they're letting me talk Ooh. in front of a microphone. Uh, Allie Johnson here and uh, Jared Hill's with me. And we have been talking about Game of Thrones. Obviously, a lot of people are talking about Game of Thrones today. Time seems to move much faster than it did in the first seven seasons. Yeah. I, I know that you didn't watch the first seven. You're, well, you're picking these, up in this moment. All these episodes are like 80 minutes long. and like they're yeah. Re- yeah. But now in this season, like, for example, someone like Arya is like, I'm going to go on this journey. And she gets on a horse. Like, before, that would have taken a whole season oh. for her to take that journey. Gotcha. She's like, oh, I'm going here. And you're like, oh, no, this is going to take forever. And then like five minutes later, she's there. And you're like, The writers Whoa! are like, look, we got six episodes. Aria, hurry up. Yeah. yeah and, okay. and winter was coming for like seven seasons. It and now it's here and here. time is moving faster and faster and faster. But I wanted to explain what I said earlier about the nerd effect. Because I, as I explained, a lot of people are not happy with Game of Thrones right now. They're picking it apart. And they think that there's a lot of plot holes and yeah. things aren't unfolding the way that they wanted them to and what I mean by the nerd effect is when you get a good sci-fi slash fantasy film or series it undergoes it it goes under the nerd microscope meaning that every nerd has to then diagnose every single piece of how this happened and every single character and what world they lived in are you not breathing through your nose anymore no I have a cult I'm not breathing through my nose. The Daenerys Targaryen was painted as a hero. She, she was the foreshadowing was painting her as a hero, so you can't change it now with all the stuff. So there's there's all these... I mean, it happens with Star Wars and all these other sh- movies, too. As soon as a new movie comes out, everyone has to sit there and diagnose it and p- pull it apart and think what makes sense and what doesn't make sense. So really, no one's ever going to be... Ha- like, if that's the yeah. mentality, you're never going to be happy with the final... I'm happy with it because I'm like, it's finally happening. Everything that I've been waiting to happen is happening now. So, I mean, I if I could change anything, I'd have a little more sex. I feel like there's not well, enough so sex in this one, but that's it. I was actually thinking that last night cuz like obviously I, like I said I've been watching the show, but I like I heard there was a lot of sex on the show. I'm like what is going on? I wanted this to be a lot more Scandal Grey's Anatomy than, yes. than it's been so far. Um, they need to throw at least a couple of stress sex scenes in there. Like, like oh, it's so stressful! Get on Just top of me! sex, yeah, yeah for a little I, minute there. I, um, I, yeah, I, I've been watching it and I'm trying to understand like some of the things that are going on. I just want to appreciate you for not, um, at least not to my face, judging me I for starting you. here at the end. Because I've gotten from people who are like, you don't deserve this finale! You know, that kind of thing. Oh, like, yeah, I, I've been watching. And I'm like, completely the opposite. I have a great deal of respect for you for just jumping in <laughs> headfirst without any kind of background. So I love finales. Like I never watched an episode of Seinfeld, but I watched the last one. <laughs> like that was kind of like the beginning. I was like, this is That's awful. Rin- it was a really bad finale. <laughs> Um, yeah. Like universally accepted as a bad bad finale. But I'm curious. Like, do you think Game of Thrones is like? killing it in like the bad way with the ending here or because you said your sister didn't love it how are you feeling about it overall I feel fine with it it's I mean okay. I think yeah I, I think that every episode is just a straight oh my god oh, oh whoa and that's kind of what I expected the end to be like I didn't expect to love I mean what what I have to be honest what I expected to happen is not exactly happening yeah. there's a twist there but that's the show like i'm accepting i'm i'm along for the ride yeah. that's what the show is so i'm like okay this is how it's ending so i am a person my brain always works through like how things happen and i'm watching this show thinking like they had all these sets and they just wanted to tear them all apart <laughs> that's right. literally how it feels watching the show it's like you guys just wanted to destroy all of these costumes yeah. well, all of these sets <laughs> you know what i mean just like you wanted to use up all the extra blood that you guys just had <laughs> sitting around you know what i mean like yeah had all these we had extras. a whole costume closet exactly. full of all of these raggedy shirts You and had pants. all these extras you hadn't used yet that were in the database. Just bring them all in. <laughs> we'll murder all the... You know what I mean? Like, right. That's what I'm thinking about what must have happened. You guys had extra money. You were like, let's just do it. Well, and it's that, you know, if you, if you buy somebody a car for their birthday and then the next year they're expecting something better. They've done that every yeah. single season with Game of Thrones. And then everyone was going, oh my gosh, you know, these visual effects are crazy. Oh my gosh, it's taking... T- they're spending $10 million on every episode so they probably sat around for a year going how the hell are we supposed to top this i guess we'll just get a, th- a million yeah zombies well in in uh, uh in in way of a segue uh you're talking about how last season spent like huge amounts of money i spent my weekend being a complete dork and watching re-watching the last season of 
Jesus, I'm so embarrassed. Just oh, wait, okay. Let me um, guess. The Oprah Show. Um, <laughs> That's not what I thought you were going to say. Yeah, I told you. You're not going to see this coming. I had I, The last season of The Oprah Show, I worked on a cruise ship, and so I was like downloading the illegal download streams or whatever, so I have it all on a, on a jump drive. I love that you illegally downloaded of all, The Oprah first Show. First of all, you're judging me. <laughs> it, I grew up watching Oprah, and I was like, I'm not going to miss the last season for this stupid job. <laughs> so, um, But I, I realized I had it. I was like, oh, I haven't watched this in a while. So that was what I did with my week. And what did you do with your weekend? Well, I spent it with my mother's, okay. my biological mother and my mother-in-law, and it was very nice. But I, I was, I drove up to the Bay Area for it, and I, as I was driving up, well, I, my, while Katie was driving, I was looking through Instagram, and everyone was already posting about their moms, and it was all these sentimental posts of old-timey pictures of them with their mom, and saying how their mom inspired them, and oh, you know, I never knew how to make pancakes before she taught me how to make them, blah, 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 <laughs> and I was on my way to my mom's going, man, I really feel like I gotta post something inspirational. I yeah. felt pressure to do that, I and then... So I told Katie, I was like, while I'm hanging out with my mom and while we're making breakfast, will you take a candid of us? So I can post it? Yeah. And she was like, of what? And I was like, I don't know, like laughing over eggs or something. The fact that you you called it a candid is hilarious to me. Can we take a candid in here? Can you just at some point take a candid of me with my mom enjoying myself? But, well, I'm not looking. Right. Yeah. So it's me fake love and appreciating my mom for my own benefit. So uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, I'll tell you why I didn't post anything yesterday for Mother's Day. And then I realized people might think I'm a jerk, but oh. there was a specific reason I didn't do it. So we'll do that. More Drop the Subject coming up right after this break. You're listening to the new Channel Q on the radio and radio.com. Drop the subject. Okay, let's pick up the subject again. Drop the subject on the new channel Q, Allie Johnson and Jarrett Hill. And we were in the middle, we're so rudely interrupted by songs and commercials, which is basically what makes a radio station go round. But um, <laughs> Let's we, just blame it on our producer. We'll just say, <laughs> Emmy's in today. It's Emmy's fault that we have to go play music and commercials. She's not smiling and nodding, <laughs> but, with, but with disdain hidden behind her eyes. Uh, we were discussing Mother's Day yeah. and how I, was po- I felt the need to post something inspirational about my mother when I don't really think that's what she wanted. I don't think it's what I wanted. So, I think it's what I thought other people wanted. So let me ask you this. Is your mom on social media? No. So that is the reason that I didn't post on social media about my mom. Because so she's not going to read I have it. a mom and a stepmom, right? My stepmom's on Facebook, but like I I haven't really been on Facebook in months now. Like I very rarely post. And so it feels performative really to like post in a place that they're not going to see. Like neither one of them is on Instagram. Why am I doing an Insta post about you? See, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. My, my mom is technically on Facebook. She's never looking at it, but she's on there. Yeah. She probably posts one thing a year and it's like some weird blurry half picture of her and her <laughs> husband. And, and then it's like, that's, that's kind weird of it. crop and yeah. it's, it's sideways. And then her friend yeah. Brenda's like, love it! <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much it. So yeah. if I'm going to post something, I guess it would have to be on Facebook, but she's not going to see it and prob- till probably like December. So right. there's no point there. So the same thing happened this morning. Like, it's my friend's birthday and I saw, I, I got on Facebook today for the first time while we were, before we were getting ready for the show and I was like, it said all these people had birthdays and one of them is my friend. But I'm like, I saw him last night. I, we talked and I wished him a happy birthday. Like, I'm not going to go write happy birthday on your wall you know what i mean like kind of weird it is kind of weird but then it's like other people are like oh he didn't write happy birthday on his wall are they friends is everything okay and (laughs) it's like no i saw him yesterday he was at my house do you know that he only got 72 happy birthdays exactly like his facebook apparently his popularity is really taking a dip (laughs) like his engagement's way down it's like shut (laughs) up you know what i mean so it's like i i didn't post a happy mother's day to my mom's like i actually you know interacted with them and like you know what i mean right yeah yeah no that's that's good that makes sense because i think that i gave in to the and and it's not like anyone was particularly peer pressuring me i was peer pressuring my own self or i guess instagram was subliminally pressuring me to post something because i had read all these other posts about people and having their great moms then it made me get defensive and be like well i have a great mom too okay so just because you have a great mom that's on instagram doesn't mean i don't have a great mom too so why don't i post a picture but my mom's like not even wearing makeup she didn't even want to do anything for mother's day so i don't want to force it and be like come on mom get in the picture well like put your arm around me come on look at it no hold on Look at Love me, me. candidly, yeah, candidly, exactly. <laughs> and then Look post away. it and be like, "My mom is so <clears throat> inspirational <throat> when she probably doesn't want any part of this." It's like thirty-four years ago, you spent nine hours in labor. 
and you've spent 34 years loving me. Like, oh, God, shut up. My mom doesn't even remember when I was born. Yikes. She's, well, she remembers the day, <laughs> she obviously. Was there. But I've asked her, I'm like, well, do you know what time I was born? She's like, I don't know. My mom Around used noon, to, my mom used to always te- text me at 6:56 on the morning of my birthday and to, uh, because that's when I was born in the mor- 6:56 in the morning and this year it was like 10 o'clock she was like oh yeah happy birthday I was like what do you mean <laughs> exactly and she's not putting inspirational posts about you she's not anywhere <laughs> right um, well, speaking of peer pressure and things that are changing all the time, uh, apparently there's some big changes coming up to the airlines. Yeah, and I know that the airlines and the airport experience is already semi-inconvenient. There's all kinds of delays happening. All these planes are being grounded. Uh, just today, a pilot was arrested for triple homicide while he was on the plane. Yes, and they like pulled him out of the cockpit, <laughs> Yeah, they, they dragged him out of the cockpit. Like, and all these passengers are like, oh, you know, I'm so glad that this flight was on time, and this is American. American Airlines, which I think just got uh, voted number t- the number two airline in the entire world. So this like, is a, in a not good even one? the wor- Yeah, this is not even the worst airline being dragged off the dragging off their pilot because he's being arrested <laughs> for murdering people. So I, I had a friend who uh, was visiting us out of town a couple we- a couple weeks ago, and she said, "Oh, we our flight is two hours delayed because the pi- the pilot never showed up. The pilot like called in at the last minute." And my first instinct is he was drunk, right? Mm. And oh, he, of course, I'm like he was definitely drunk. Sexist. So I know. I know, Jesus. but I can't, I just assume that there are no lady pilots. Dismantle the patriarchy out. <laughs> when was the last time you had a female pilot? I feel like there are never female um, pilots. I would say my last three flights were female. I'm no, kidding. Way. that's a total lie. <laughs> a total lie. She gave me wings. She exactly. Was really nice. right, right. No, I, I, her name I, was actually Allie. <laughs> so when the when people come on board this flight. To take the pilot, people are going, okay, he's probably drunk. That's what you go for. But they dragged him off, and he was actually being arrested for triple homicide. So there you go. That's I just mean, one of many problems. But now there's another aspect to this un- uh, inconvenient airline experience. Now, the ID that you have, the one that you show to the TSA agent to get through security, that's not going to work anymore. So that means not only are airport security lines going to get longer, the DMV lines are going to get longer because you need to get a separate federally compliant ID in order to go through security and this is something that was passed like what back in like 2005 after 9-11 so this happened years ago that this got passed and so when we come back we'll tell you what this new ID is when you're going to have to have it and the places that you're going to need it need that the places that you're going to have to have it to get in because it's more than just the airport Um, all that's coming up on Drop the Subject right here on the new Channel Q on the radio and radio.com Drop the Subject Oh, we're on. Great. (laughs) (laughs) We're back on the radio, Allie. We're back. Drop the subject on the new Channel Q. I'm Allie Johnson and Jared Hill. Oh, we're back. Oh, oh, I didn't see you there. Uh, um, As you look at the microphone, yeah. yeah, Hello, big thing in my face. Okay. Uh, Where we left off, we were talking about this new ID that you need to have in order to board a plane. And what are some of the details of this, Jared? I think you know a little more than I do. Yeah, so you were saying that this um, dates back to 2005. This has actually been something that's been coming for a long time. And you're starting to uh, probably see signs in the airport saying, like, by October 2020, you have to have this new thing called Real ID. Which seems like a long time. But, of course, everyone's going to completely do absolutely nothing until... Exactly. Yeah, you have a year and a half. September 2019. Exactly. Exactly, right? I'm going to be... It's going to be September, and I'm going to be like, oh, my God, I got to go to DMV. Um, But, yeah, and I just got pre-checked, so I think I'm hot stuff when I'm in the airport. Um, I got global entry, and, like, you can't tell me anything. I will show up to the airport at the very last second and do every single time. And Uh, then when you have to ask, actually take your shoes off when you're not supposed to have to take your shoes off. Oh, my gosh. That is the biggest insult. That is when I start getting so privileged. I'm like, take my shoes off. I'm like, excuse me. What do I look like? I have been through an interview (laughs) with a person. (laughs) I pay $200 or something like that. (laughs) Anyway, this this dates back to 2005 in response to uh, 9-11's commission's recommendation that our ID requirements need to really be stepped up. Um, The story's coming from NBC News with Casey Bond, and it says, um, the beginning in, in October 1st of 2020, um, U.S. travelers will need a real ID compliant license or other approved form of identification to fly. This is only for entering airport security checkpoints and boarding aircraft, as well as entering secured federal facilities and nuclear plants. It's not going to be required, though, for other instances when you might be asked to show your ID, such as like voting or registering to vote, um, applying for 
uh, receiving federal benefits and accessing health and life or preserving benefits. Um, and so you're, you're telling me it's going to take me longer to get into a nuclear power plant? I mean, it's ridiculous. Well, not if you get the new ID. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. fine. Yeah, but that old ID that you have right now, <laughs> I have that fast pass totally card to get into the screwed. nuclear. Yeah, so interesting. So yeah, but um, be looking out for that because it's going to be coming October 20th. You're going to need to have that new ID. October 1st, excuse me, of 2020. You're going to have to have that new ID. Yeah, I think that uh, judging from how many, how how, how much they have. Back the staff at the DMV and at TSA in general. This is going to be a lot of fun for everybody involved. Yeah, literally DMV, TSA, and fun words that just don't make sense <laughs> yeah. together. Yeah. So I think no employees anymore. I think it's time to get into my very favorite thing. Yep. This is News It or Lose It. Here we go. All right. Drop the subject presents News It or Lose It. Right. Waiting in line at the DMV isn't the only thing going on in the world. I will read some headlines, and Jarrett decides what we news and what we lose. What we lose, we do not bring up on the show ever again, and what we news, we will delve into at the beginning of the next hour. You ready to go? I'm ready. Okay. Headline number one. The new Tamagotchi can marry and breed. <laughs> Every time we do this, I think to myself, I need to start looking at these headlines ahead of time, <laughs> even though I know we've agreed that I'm not going to. The new Tamagotchi can breed and what? And marry. Uh, Tamagotchi equality! Exactly. Uh, How progressive. Um, (laughs) You know what? Just because I think you know I'm going to lose it, I'm going to say news it. You know what? I would like to news it just as much as you would. Okay, all right. I I have a big passion for Tamagotchis. Mine was always dead. Like, (laughs) mine... Was all, if mine D-E-D. lasted three or four days, I was really doing something right, and I was surprised by my friends. But oh yeah, mine is like you know X amount of days old. I was like, oh god, no, you're mine like died. you have no life, you exactly. loser. I've restarted this thing seven times <laughs> this <laughs> okay. week. Okay, headline number two: I hop Mother's Day pancake sonogram tweet causes backlash. I don't even know what that means. I hop Mother's Day pancake sonogram Pause. tweet. I hop Mother's, Mother's Day, Day pancake, pancake sonogram. I just have to know what that means. <laughs> so news it. Okay, great. Headline number three, Bendigo Man's dog finds golden nugget on neighborhood walk yeah. worth $35,000. Oh. Well, there was a twist there. <laughs> the, do- the, <laughs> the dog found a golden nugget that was worth thirty five grand on a regular walk. I'm going to have to news it. Okay. Okay. Uh, It was a hard lose it until the $35,000 part. All right. And then finally, Florida man arrested for stolen caskets. Okay. Having lived in Florida, any story that starts with Florida man, big problem. You're going to lose it? That's going to be a lose it. Uh, Even the stolen caskets? Yeah. Yeah. There's a whole blog dedicated to stories that begin with the words a Florida man. Yep. And a Twitter account. Yeah. So, okay. Great. Well, then we will be newsing the new Tamagotchi, the IHOP Mother's Day pancake sonogram tweet, and the $35,000 gold nugget that this dog found. I cannot wait to get into those stories. Uh, We must take a little break, but uh, to to, uh, bring you into that, I know everyone's talking talking about Game of Thrones and everyone is afraid to talk about it for fear of spoilers. So we're going to update you on all things Game of Thrones without revealing any spoilers. So without further ado, this is your first Game of Thrones non-spoiler. I have to piss. Drop the subject. Okay, drop the subject on the new Channel Q. Allie Johnson and Jared Hill hanging with you. If you want to follow the show, you can do so by following at DTS Show on Twitter and on Instagram. And you can follow us individually if you so choose. At your Allie Johnson, that's me. And at your, uh, no, not your, you're just at Jared Hill. And I was like nodding, like, yeah, oh, wait. You're like, yes, no, not at all. Uh, and if you'd like to follow the station, of course, that is always much appreciated as well, at We Are Channel Q. And uh, hanging out with us on the Radio.com app or on uh, on um, podcast form. If you miss anything, you can always, wherever you get your podcast, just type in Drop the Subject, and we will be right there for you. Subscribe and listen. You can rate us if you like. Give us a little thumbs up, a little heart, a little favorite. It's always nice and validating. So thank you for checking us out. All right. Here we go. News it or lose it. Drop the Subject presents... News it or lose it. 
Jarrett, you asked for this. <laughs> These so, are self-inflicted wounds. So here yes. we go. <laughs> Mother's Day is a beautiful time for women to feel appreciated and to spend much-needed quality time with their loved ones. But more importantly, it's a marketing opportunity for well, restaurants. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you would better believe that includes IHOP. They tried to get some Mother's Day Twitter traction okay. yesterday, and they put out a controversial tweet. Whoever has heard of such a thing? From IHOP? Right. Well, remember they tried to change their name? To IHOB? Yeah. They tried to do something, I don't know, but they wouldn't say what it was. They were like, it's going to be IHOB now, figure it out. And everyone was like, what? And it was some kind of a joke. They're really trying. I like when these old school chains try to get on... They, they try to be modernized. Like, t- yeah, yeah, they yeah. try to be modernized and Listen, try and do. They, they have like obviously a team of old people going like, "What do they want next? So we're going to change it for IHOP." <laughs> so they tried to get some Mother's Day Twitter traction, and they put out a tweet of an ultrasound. So it's an image of an ultrasound, and it does not contain the image of the of a baby. Instead of a baby's image, it is the image of a giant stack of pancakes. Oh, that's what in, that is. In ultrasound form. And then the caption reads, if you have pancakes in your tum-tum, does that make you a pancake mum-mum? Oh, God. Happy Mother's Day, blah, blah, blah. Um, I don't think people are necessarily offended by this. I think that it's just ridiculously dumb to the point where, I mean, people immediately started pointing out that stomachs and uteruses are different. Like, that's the first thing. (laughs) And if a woman did have a stack of pancakes in her uterus, she would be dead. I'm seeing the responses from my friends. Oh, really? (laughs) It's like a BBC meme, and the headline says, Local man is disgusted. (laughs) And it's like, if there was an unlike button, like, there's a baby shaking its head, like, what is going on here? Like, yeah, this is Local man is disgusted is a great response to pretty much (laughs) everything. Uh, Yeah, I think that, of course, if you were talking about controversial tweets, I wouldn't even consider this to be controversial. No, it's just I would just think it's just cockamamie and makes no sense. There's a a tweet that says, Life life begins at consumption. Well, then also, if you think about all the Georgia stuff that's happening, yeah, I guess that could be considered controversial, because why are you making uterus jokes well, around I, time when everyone's up in arms about well, this stuff? I just think life starts life begins at consumption is hilarious. <laughs> like that's, so you thought that one was worth it? Yeah, that was, that was not bad. <laughs> the joke is so bad, it's offensive. I would like to personally fire whoever sent out this tweet. Um, these are just funny responses. I mean, listen, so part of me thinks that things like this happen on purpose. Cause like, for instance, Food Network used to put out videos of like ridiculous recipes and it was like, what the heck is that? And then I realized like, oh, they do this on purpose. This has 9 million views in three days. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, who would ever make that? And that's the only reason they do it. Yeah. But I, I think what I'm appalled by is why is IHOP in the Mother's Day conversation, period? If I took my mother out to IHOP for Mother's Day, she would be... Local woman is disgusted. Listen, yeah, <laughs> Listen, by pancakes. I am sure IHOP was packed when I went to. I've gone to IHOP like randomly. I think it was on like Christmas Day or something like that. Oh, it was solid. Like, it was like super early in the morning or whatever. Um, and so you went. You spent your Christmas morning at IHOP. Well, because well, like I didn't go home with to my family. I was still here, and I was dating this guy, and like I had done like the surprise thing for him, and that went awry because I learned that he didn't like surprises. Longer story for a different day. Oh, interesting. Um, but but like we were like, let's just go grab like breakfast in the place that we. My like mom to died go- giving me a surprise. Exactly right. Wow. Um, the place that we love to go get breakfast was closed because Christmas, I guess, is a thing. And so, like, IHOP was in the parking lot across the street, and we we're like, sure, why not? And then we got there, and it was like a forty-five minute wait or something ridiculous like that. I was like, at IHOP on Christmas? Wow. Yeah, yeah it was I crazy. guess people really like IHOP more than I thought. So well, people just want a moons over my hammy for Christmas well, morning <laughs> breakfast, and I didn't yes. know that. I love I love the Grand Slam. Which different conversation, <laughs> um, but but apparently like things like that are really popular on days where people don't want to cook. Like you don't want to cook breakfast, and so like uh, I think one of the biggest days for pizza sales is like the night before Thanksgiving because people are like doing all this cooking for tomorrow. I see. I, I think see. it's one of those. Yeah. Things. Okay. But then I mean, Christmas morning, everyone wants to open presents. They don't want to be sitting around at IHOP. Well, yeah. You so can open you, your presents you doing and then that? go to IHOP. So you okay? So you yeah. do the presents first and then go to IHOP, right? Because I don't think you could make kids sit still if you're making them get IHOP beforehand. Exactly. Even though IHOP is a great children's treat. Sure. Yeah. Because whoever is cooking in the in the house is like, look, I cooked all this stuff for later. You ain't you ain't getting yeah. breakfast yeah. out of me. I'm not scrambling an egg. <laughs> yeah. Unless you want a, a rack of ham. Exactly. For exactly. breakfast. Okay. Some things do not deserve a comeback. The Tamagotchi pet is not one of them. Oh no. <laughs> 
I didn't see that going that direction. <laughs> The 90s and the 2000s have been back for a while. I am appalled that I have not seen a re-release of the Tamagotchi pet before now. But my prayers have been answered. Uh Uh-oh. You've cut to you on your knees every night. Lord. (laughs) Lord, please. If you love me. If there is a God, (laughs) it's me, Allie. I need Tamagotchis to come back. So they're back? 22 years after their initial release, a new Tamagotchi pet is gracing the United States. First of all, let me stop you right there. I'm sorry. 22 years? You're disrespectful. (laughs) For bringing out that rude and disrespectful number. (laughs) 22 years is a long time. Over 20 years. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Uh, go ahead. So, it's not exactly keychain size, but it is still small. It's it's smaller than the palm of your hand. It's in color. Jarring, I know. Oh, okay. But I think we needed that update. Yeah. Okay. The biggest revelation is that now you can raise your pet and marry it to someone else's pet, and then those pets can have baby pets. Oh, God. (laughs) You can have playdates. You can send your virtual pet off to visit a friend or a hotel, and you can even propose marriage to another Tamagotchi pet. If they say yes, your virtual pet will then consummate the relationship. I believe that's off screen. Insert the sound of my profound exasperation here. (laughs) Like, I thought you were going to say this was an app for your iPhone or something. No, that this is an actual so Tamagotchi sense. pet. It's in the same little Let you put it like on your keychain. Yes. Like, I would Why be are you so upset about embarrassed this? to be walking around with a Tamagotchi on I would feel chain. nothing but pride walking uh, around with a Tamagotchi pet. After its wedding? Like, I'm so yes. proud of you, dear. <laughs> <laughs> I would give it's it the, away. the proudest day of my life. Tamagotchi pets deserve equal rights and can get married if they want to, Jared. The, hey, listen, we're going to start letting them get married and then we're going to be marrying our, our dogs and our goats. And, <laughs> and that's what's next. But they chose that lifestyle. But people are already wanting to marry robots and well, cars. There's that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so this is... Uh, Wait, so when is it's back now? It's coming back, yeah. I believe... I don't know when the exact release date is, but they have the whole prototype here. It's ready to go. And they will... the uh, After you consummate your relationship with another pet okay. result uh, the one of them will receive an egg that will then hatch and grow into a child that looks like both of its parents which I'm assuming is just even dog face and other dog face <laughs> or whatever it when is when is your birthday Allie? January 23rd you'll get one of these for your birthday thank god yeah. up to 16 generations of a family can exist on a device at any given time that is a lot 16 generations is, so you life. said you can only keep it for like a day oh my god! some people can keep these for 16 generations oh man they're playing the music that means we gotta take a quick break oh uh, we but, didn't get to this dog gold nugget we ha- we'll get to the dog and the golden <laughs> nugget um, after this um, but uh, when we come back we've got the dog the golden nugget and some ridiculously expensive coffee you're listening to drop the subject on the new channel Q on the radio and radio.com. Drop the subject. We will stay, stay, stay. Drop the subject on the new channel Q. <laughs> I was like, and what? we are gay, gay, gay. <laughs> Allie Johnson and Jared Hill. Just I, outed me on the radio. I did, I know. I'm sorry, were you not ready? Nope. <laughs> okay. Is your mom listening right now? <laughs> nope. No, definitely not. She checked out last week. Um, so, I don't know if you know this about me, Jared, but one of my side jobs before... I was really making it big Mm. in the industry, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) is that I was a dog walker. Okay. Very stereotypical, I know, but I had previous job experience of lesbianism behind me. You with dogs and cats. That's about right. Yeah. And I never had this happen to me, which makes me very upset. And uh, I think that I've the coolest thing that I've ever had a dog find on a dog walk was like a pile of cat crap. I was going to say, isn't it usually poop? Yeah, it's usually other people's poop or other animals' poop. I was going to say, not people's poop. Yikes. Oh, well, in San Francisco. Well, there you go. (laughs) Point taken. Uh, But this dog found $35,000 worth of gold. And this happened recently uh, where this family was walking their dog. What? I just imagine you doing like major air quotes when you said gold. Gold. <laughs> yeah. I struck gold. Exactly. $35,000 nugget of cat crap. Exactly. Oh. Sorry, go on. How exciting. I bet the dog didn't give a crap about of this. Of course he didn't. No but, pun intended. Yeah. The, the, the dad and his two do- daughters were walking their dog. The dog's name is Lucky. <laughs> go figs. And they all of a sudden the dog uncovers this 
it looks like sort of like a rock or something. And the daughter starts kicking it around. And then she's like, Daddy, is this gold? <laughs> and it was. And it was worth $35,000. So now this family is rolling in it just because they were in the right place at the right time. And their dog decided to sniff something that was actually worth something. So this just goes back to my disappointment in all of the animals that I've taken care of and owned in my life and how boring they are. They're not Instagram famous or do anything interesting and find anything valuable. They just sit around and poop on stuff. I'm just thinking like someone is really pissed about the gold nugget that they lost. You know what I mean? Like, where is that nugget of gold? Right, it didn't just like spring up out of the grass. You know what I mean? Like, someone lost that thirty-five thousand dollar nugget of gold, and they are hearing this story and they are livid. Someone from eighteen forty-nine panned for it. No, no, I'm thinking like someone heard about it and it was like, "You lost the gold," and it's like, "Oh my god, they're talking about it on the news." And then how do you prove that it was yours? You know, that was my nugget. Yeah. Uh, it's has an A wild. on it for Allie. <laughs> it okay. has an A on it. Uh, here's another thing sparking outrage, at least among me. I don't know about you, but I, I think that when we uh, when I used to be on in San Francisco, there was a $15 cup of coffee that, mm-hmm. had, uh, that had gone on sale at Blue Bottle. And we drank it on the show, and it tasted, you know, just like any other cup of coffee. Yeah. It was ridiculous. And now I am appalled to find out that there is a more expensive cup of coffee out there. By a long shot. Take a listen. A local coffee roaster is brewing up the world's most expensive coffee. I love these puns. They're brewing up controversy or brewing up this hot water, blah, 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 blah. As a person who used to write this teleprompter script, you always feel like you are hilarious when you're doing it. I mean, I would too. I I saw one of the headlines that said, wow, that's a latte. And I was like, yeah. You also... (laughs) What's that? You also know that you're being ridiculous when you're doing it. I know, but I'm glad glad that they know. Yeah. But I love all the hot button words, like, or all, all the regular words that you use, like landing in hot water water yeah, or yeah. stirring up whenever well, it's a Starbucks cup controversy and thing. And the broadcast news, like local broadcast news audience tends to skew a little bit older so like they'll appreciate the puns a little bit better than the millennial would. So there's <laughs> right. that part. Yeah. They're making like a Confucius pun. Exactly, yeah. yeah. It's like, what? For $75 a cup. That's right. This is not just any cup of joe. Clatch Coffee Roast is using the super exclusive Elada Geisha 803 coffee Wait. beans. <laughs> Questions? <laughs> Because this is a moment where I'm like, I know she didn't know how to pronounce that word. No, because I'm on their website and it's Elita Geisha. I I I can tell you when you're reading teleprompter and there's a word coming up that's kind of weird, you like spell it out for yourself phonetically in the prompter, <laughs> and then you're like, what the heck did I mean by that? So, well, a way to out her then. Uh, yeah, okay. I outed you, and now you outed her. Uh, so the Alita Experience is what they're calling it, and this is from Clatch Coffee, as she said. This coffee is worth an outrageous amount of money, not just by the cup, but by the pound. Which costs over $800 a pound. $800 per pound. Actually, if you're on the website, it's $803 per pound. At the best of Panama... (laughs) It's already more. (laughs) At the best of Panama coffee competition, it won. There were only 100 pounds for the entire world made. And most of the pounds went to Japan, China, and Taiwan, while Clatch Coffee was able to clutch the remaining pounds Lord. And now they are selling it at a very high price. It's only available at their Los Angeles and San Francisco locations. Our Bay Area sister station, KGO, spoke with cafe goers about the expensive brew. Fun fact, KGO was my first television station. Oh, no way. Yeah, that's where I, I met my mentor, Cheryl Jennings from ABC7. That sounds um, like a reporter name. Yeah, and I grew up on that station. So, yeah. I'm Cheryl Jennings. Yeah. Yes, no, she just retired after 29 years on television uh, oh, as an anchor. Oh, that's yeah. great. She's not the one who was living in a houseboat, was she? No. Okay, there was another reporter who was living in a houseboat. <laughs> All right, so this is some of the people who have tried the coffee. Here's what they have to say. Very smooth. Um, good taste. Wow. Packs a punch. Thrilling. Wow. Packs a punch. For $800? I would like to remain anonymous if I actually spent this amount of money on a cup of coffee. It better so you just a- spent $75 on a cup of coffee. What do you think of it? Pack a right hook. Like, oh my <laughs> gosh, are you kidding me? Like, better pack a gold nugget. Exactly. Ridiculous. So I would really like to get a hold of this coffee. I don't know if anyone is willing to, uh, in the building, if we could raise money, maybe we could start a pool. Everyone puts in five bucks and then we get a cup of this coffee and we're gonna, try it. We're going to do a Kickstarter for I coffee. I would really <laughs> like to start a Kickstarter project for this cup of coffee. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hard pass on donating to that one. No. 
Um, but um, I'll get back to you. I'll think about it. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we've got a few of the politics headlines that you're not going to miss. You're listening to Drop the Subject on the new Channel Q on the radio and radio.com. Drop the Subject. Okay, Drop the Subject on the new Channel Q. Allie Johnson and Jared Hill. And it is time for the P word. Politics. <laughs> or just... I was like, poo? We just had that conversation. <laughs> You're like, like poop nuggets? Because we already talked about that. Like, I don't know what we're talking about in this segment. <laughs> uh, There's all kinds of stuff going on. Oh, and we also kind of forgot to mention the breaking news about Felicity Huffman, yes, right? Yes, Felicity Huffman. They've re- they referred her for four months in prison. Four months. And she's been kind of handling this all pretty gracefully. Yeah, she's, she's pled guilty. Well, we were saying she gets like an A right, in right. terms of how she's been reacting to all this. She's like, "Yes, I feel shamed. Yes, I'm guilty. I'm an awful human being. I should be burned at the stake, but please don't do that." Yeah. Meanwhile, um, Lori Lachlan is like, "What, guys?" Yeah. No, that's what I think we were both thinking the same thing. We're like, "If if Felicity <laughs> Huffman is going to get four months in prison, Lori <laughs> Lachlan's going to die in jail. Like, <laughs> she, Uncle Pecky, is going to be gone for good." Um, so yes, that's definitely happening right now. Also, taking a look at some political headlines of things that are happening around the country. Actually, uh, most of these are coming out of New York this uh, today. Um, the, you may remember the Eric Garner case, um, which sparked all the conversation about I can't breathe, where the police officers had kind of jumped on the man uh, on Eric Garner um, while he was standing out in front of a store. And I believe he was selling CDs and they were choking him. And there's a video of it. It's really, really horrific video to yeah. watch. Um, well, the the police officer in that case, uh, his last name was Pantaleo. He had never been charged with a crime. The Justice Department never did anything about it. Um, and, and this happened of, when? This happened, uh, this was like five years ago, I okay, believe. Okay. Um, it's been a very long so time So it's now. been a while. Yeah. And so um, now, though, the, the police officer, and this story is coming from ABC News, um, it's Aaron Katersky. Um, the police officer, Daniel Pantaleo, um, is going to be going before an NYPD administrative judge. It's not like going to court in, in the same way where you'd go to jail. This is going to determine... Not Felicity huffman Not Not in a Felicity Huffman, Lori Loughlin kind right, of way. okay. Um, but it's going to be a week-long departmental trial, um, the, and he's going to be basically before a judge that will decide whether or not he's going to lose his job, um, what's going to happen. It's an NYPD administrative judge. I, I'm reading this, and it says, Pantaleo, if he's found guilty will face penalties ranging from the loss of vacation days to termination. Exactly, which is wild, right? Like it's a loss of much. vacation days yeah. for choking somebody to death? To death, right? And I mean, this is... This oh, is, damn it. I wanted to go to Honolulu. No, I can't. Well, I'm going to go camping instead. No, it's like it's it's infuriating that this is like such a such a, a passive kind of thing for um, the police department to not... For him to never get charges and then to be going for this. So this is going to last for a week and uh, we'll keep an eye on that and I'll keep you posted on, on what happens going forward. So last week in a little bit of a lighter story, we were talking about the, uh, the Met Gala and um, how big of a deal that was and all of the crazy looks. We played what has been my favorite game so far, whether it was like... M-E-T or G-O-T. Yeah, exactly. Whether things came from the Met Gala or from Game of Thrones. Um, Don't want to talk about who won or lost, but... uh, (laughs) uh, I think we could still do a rematch, (laughs) I don't think... Yeah, yeah. Um, When the next gala comes around. Exactly. We'll wait till next year. Um, But this story comes from The Beat DC saying that the New York mayor is considering cutting funds for cultural institutions for a lack of diversity. The story says uh, Mayor Bill de Blasio in New York City is considering slashing the funds for the Metropolitan Museum of Art, the Lincoln Center, Carnegie Hall, and dozens of other cultural institutions if they fail to meet his staff's diversity criteria, according to a story in the New York Post. Basically, they haven't laid out like specifics on what those things look like, but they're saying like these things are not diverse enough and you've got to do better. What's really interesting to me about this is that they um, are they kind of break down how diverse this organization these organizations are. It says based on a survey of nonprofit arts and cultural organizations that receive city funding, a report found that the city's cultural workforce is 61.8% white and 35.4% um, uh, basically diverse, saying African-American, Latino, Asian, or mixed race, while the city itself is 33% white and 67% oh, wow. people of color. Um they haven't laid out like specifics yet on what that's going to look like and what you know each of those organizations has to to do, but it's um it's going to happen. It's just funny that the headline is the cultural institutions are so not cultural. Yeah, well, there's that <laughs> it's part. It's like okay, um, so I mean, this is. Do you consider like if you hear sixty one percent, sixty one point eight percent white, is that do you consider that to be normal? 
No, or I is mean, that even more I mean, diverse than some other places? I think America is like 54% white or something like that. I think that's about what it is. But then you look at the breakdown of New York City and you see like New York City is not even nearly that white. So right. that's what is interesting. Um, we've got one more story coming up in the next break. We are going to uh, take a quick break. We'll be right back. <laughs> Drop the subject. <laughs> Drop the subject on the new channel. <laughs> you on the radio, radio.com. We are cracking up so loud in here that uh, okay, producer was like, we, nine seconds. Can <laughs> we just break down very quickly something that we mentioned off the air? I, however you feel like you okay. can on the air. I All I will say is because something that we're going to have to talk about tomorrow because we've we, we're running out of time is that there's this new trend of strangers airdropping nudes. Yes. Uh, to other strangers and we should say if you don't have an iPhone airdropping is where you can like send files from phone to phone if you have an iPhone yeah, yeah. so it'll just it'll be a pop-up that comes up and it says accept or decline and if you accept <laughs> could be a friend of yours Woo. could be a random d pick you don't know but then <laughs> I was unaware that when you're the on you grinder the way you scream laughed I was like oh she's not heard about this yeah, yeah. That you can not only get D picks but B picks. Yeah, like you can get literally B hole picks. <laughs> it's just like wow. You just like so that's right out the gate. Right out the gate. Just an open. B-hole. Well, like sometimes I'm like, <laughs> I, sometimes sometimes I will respond and say like, how exactly do you expect me to respond to this? <laughs> I mean, I mean, it, I guess with the D pick. I mean, I mean, sometimes if it's really good, you're like, huh. But what is good? But like, but like, huh? Like, oh, this makes me right. think twice. It's usually never from someone that you'd want it to be from. You know <laughs> what I mean? I think that goes both ways. Yeah. I think anytime that you're getting a nude, I mean, the people who are sending these, airdropping these nudes, I would imagine are probably not people you'd want to get nudes from. Well, we'll or they are uh, overly fake. We'll nudes. dive. We'll dive deep into we'll that dive story tomorrow. <laughs> into that story <laughs> tomorrow. I can't wait. So this feels like an appropriate time to talk about it's Donald Trump. It's a whole new world. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> segue. Okay. We were literally like cracking up. Uh, and producer Sam was like, nine spread, seconds. Spread <laughs> yeah. eagle immediately. Oh, okay. Uh, yes. Ginger, okay, Ju- so Ginger so Justin's out on vacation. We have producer Sam that's in with us today. Um, okay. So this story comes from NBC News. It's Caroline Bologna. I believe it's Bologna. Um, that's it. Headline, it's not Bologna? I, it's not Caroline Bologna? Maybe. We'll call her Caroline Bologna. It's B-O-L-O-G-N-A. Um, It says, here's how much the name Donald is dropping in popularity. Last week, we talked about like the most popular um, boys and girls and and gender neutral names. We did our draft. Yeah, we drafted boys and girls names and gender neutral names that we think are going to be used by celebrities in 2019. I think that was on Friday, right? Yes, I think so. You can download the podcast and check that out because that was really good. You can go wherever you get podcasts. Um, But in that same list. (laughs) like flicking your hand around wherever it is. You know how to work the machines. Um, and so uh, the the story says the name Donald fell 39 places in annual ranking. Um, ac- apparently between 2017 and 2018, the name Donald um, fell from 487th most popular name to 526. It's the lowest ranking in the history of these lists that come from the Social Security Administration. Um, what was more interesting to me to be that high on the list or that low on the list, it means that in 2008, 533 baby boys were named Donald compared with 600 the previous year. I just thought it would be more more than that. Oh, really? I think that Donald has been a waning name for some time. I don't think, I mean, not to insult anyone no, no, named no. Donald, but I'm not like, wow, that's well, a really name. great name. Yeah, well, like, I, I more so meant, I, I was surprised by how many it took to to show up in the ranking. Oh, I see. You know what I mean? I see what you mean. Um, so but, no one wants to name their kid Donald now because of everything that well, happened. Well, apparently 533 people last year did. <laughs> you know? So there's that. It's baby uh, Donald. But also in a stunning um, stunning um, addendum to this article, uh, the names Ivanka, Melania, Eric, and Tiffany declined in popularity from 2017 to 2018. Oh, what about Baron? Well, exactly. It dropped from um, two to one. Exactly. <laughs> um, while 112 baby girls were named Ivanka in 2016 and 165 in 2017, that number fell. Um, the name Melania appeared in the top 1,000 list for the first time in 2017, um, but it dropped out of the rankings in 2018 when they realized that she'd copied that name from someone else. <laughs> I just made up that ending. <laughs> just want to be clear. I think that that's fair. <laughs> um, um, okay. So, yeah, I, I, I think that, I mean, with Ivanka and Melania, that's a little tougher because it's... It's a very specific it's name. It's a specific name yeah. anyway, so it's probably going to be less popular. But I would imagine if Donald was also a Game of Thrones name, it would have probably evened out. 
Uh, well, yeah. You know, because I mean, like Arya and Sansa and Jon well, are say, all up on you know, the uptick. You know, Daenerys is the number 12 name last year. That's not true. Uh, <laughs> I was like, what? You're like, excuse me? Um, another White Walker exactly. was definitely <laughs> exactly. a popular one. Especially below the Mason-Dixon line. Um <laughs> Not going to touch that. So, uh, another also story. great names. <laughs> exactly. Another Mason and Dixon. Mason and Dixon, not together. Okay. Um, Kennedy's, the Kennedy Center is going to award Dave Chappelle the Mark Twain Prize for American Humor. Um, he's going to get the 2019 Mark Twain Prize, which recognizes people who have had an impact on American society in ways similar to the distinguished 19th century novelist. Um, and that's, it, there's always like a cool PBS special. This story, by the way, comes from the Beat DC. Um, it's really cool. What's also historic about it is Dave Chappelle will become uh, the only the what is it he'll be the the fifth black person to receive this award after Richard Pryor Eddie Murphy and Whoopi Goldberg Bill Cosby also received it but it was rescinded um, in 2018 so congratulations to Dave Chappelle so he's the fourth if well, they were sitting. He, he will be the the fourth to have it. <laughs> so he will be he will possession. he'll be one of four to hold it. We'll I put see. it that way. Okay. I'm um, the fifth to receive it, and uh, so yeah, you've met Dave Chappelle, right? I did. Yeah, I met him at a restaurant one time, and he was extremely extremely nice guy. I was at a bar that uh, my friend worked at, and we saw him across the table, and I was like, "Is that, is that Dave Chappelle?" And uh, and he said hi. He came over. He was very very nice to my friend. Who he would he was a regular at this place. He seemed like a really really sweet person but also kind of a sad person yeah, I, but I yeah i don't really gotta, know him well. imagine his therapist is really well paid like, yeah it seems like he's got a lot of dark there's stuff a lot to deal of with. things there yeah. um i know that my wife does not like him because she went to go see him at a show and he didn't go on stage until two in the morning oh my god so she was like i got there at nine o'clock or whatever to go see dave Chappelle, and he showed up whenever the hell he felt like it how lauren hill of him yeah That's it was so... very lauren hill of him and he she was like i everyone was so exhausted by the time he got there and then once he took the stage she was just chain smoking and making jokes that no one could understand <laughs> and then like hitting the microphone on his head nice <laughs> so she so was like was I hate Dave Chappelle yeah. but I'm like I know Dave Chappelle is hilarious I yeah. think that's just you catch him when he's in dark moments yeah. or whatever and I don't know how true that still is yeah but, I was yeah. really I was impressed that he came out with two specials in one year was that last year or the year before yeah they were like back to back Netflix specials yeah he made like 7,000 billion dollars or something like that <laughs> I, I think that's the number it's somewhere that was the there. contract yeah, exactly. 7,000 yeah, yeah. billion blah 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 you know I mean before taxes yeah yeah but but I think that he can churn those out pretty easily. I mean, it seems like it's just he when he feels it. like it. Yeah, I'm yeah. just I'm I'm happy for him. So, all right, congratulations on the Mark Twain Prize. Well, thank you for all that, Jarrett, and uh, we will see you tomorrow for a brand new live show. But That's until then, me. there are there are some Game of Thrones highlights. You know, maybe you want to stay caught up on the show, but you don't want to reveal any spoilers or learn about any spoilers. So these are, I guess, some of the lowlights of Game of Thrones to take you out of the show today. <laughs> some of the Game of Thrones non spoilers. Here's one for you, and we'll catch. You tomorrow. Vomiting is not celebrated. Yes, it is. <laughs>